Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. But I would say definitely form an addiction. I'm being accused of something which I, I don't feel. So I think it's like when you kind of go against your intuition, your gut, if you come back to bite you, we can be turned against each other so easily that someone we've lived together before would now kill each other. It's like history's repeating itself. I can be a piece. Finally got me in. Good man, it's nice to catch yeah, up. I, like, I don't really like doing many things. Do you know what I mean? I, I know, like talking because my opinion's always changing. Yeah, like, opinions that's fine. are so changeable. It's like when you come out, I don't want to make definitive statements. Yeah, that's it. So that, that's kind of the point of it. You've caught me so, in a calm place. Yeah, you're good today. Yeah. So we should, I guess we should kind of explain that. Uh, welcome back to the process. David Vianich is with Yo. us. Uh, it's good to sit down with you, mate. We've kind of, yeah, we've been trying to do this for a little while. We have been, yeah. And uh, yeah, you've sort of, I don't know, you, you didn't. There were certain days you didn't feel like doing it, basically, which is fun. Yeah, which I was totally cool. So like you book it in, yeah, and then it comes to that day, and you're like, "Ah, oh, man, I just don't want to speak today. I, I don't get, have mate, much I to say." It. So I think like it's hard for me sometimes, uh, maybe in general, maybe people in the creative world or whatever, mm. to like have a schedule and like commit to things. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure that's probably not the greatest thing in the world, but now have you not had like, much of a schedule you, then over these years? No, obviously at Copa 90 we had like oh, one or two days, things yeah. a week and you kind of kind of build stuff around that. Yeah. I think now since kind of becoming freelance again properly. Yeah, there hasn't been since August. Yeah. So it's been a bit mad. Obviously we film on Monday, Sunday for our weekly football yeah, show, yeah. Me and Poet. Loving but, the locations on that, mate. Yeah, man. It's almost like going against everything that we've been told that we kind of should do. Yeah. It's like have a studio set up. Like, you know, do it here, do it this how it. Because YouTube used to be very raw and rough. Mm. And then all of a sudden, I think it kind of switched to these kind of organised. It's like almost TV came to YouTube. Yeah. And now it's like studio based. It's like so make you, sure it looks good. Because when like, I saw no, that, film on the street. Yeah, man. Because when I saw that, I was like, are they going to keep this up? We have <laughs> yeah. like 14 weeks deep of well. filming on the street. Done really well. Comments under. Uh, so yeah, just a bit of admin and the court. Beautiful place, the court, uh, which is a members' club, where Jimi Hendrix plays first gig in the UK. They're letting us use this lovely table and these seats nice and stuff. Table. So, shout out to them, thank you to them. And a little thing I'm starting to do with this podcast is I'm putting a tweet, a sort of like a, I've got to put a little like Christmas list of guests together, but I'm going to tweet that person when I put out a podcast. So, if you want to support the podcast and help me try and get that next person, then check out that tweet and you know, tell them that they should do this interview because that might, might help me next year because I kind of, I'd love to get the kind of, uh, keep it moving with, in terms of guests and stuff like that. Uh, let's talk about, I want to talk about um, being freelance because we've both done that mm. f- 
well, and I've sort of gone into that world kind of for the first time. Um, and you've obviously sort of had a, a long period of time with COP90 and then moved on to other things. Yeah, how have you found the last like four months? Really cool. Yeah. Challenging. Cool. But I don't regret it and I, I have been enjoying it. I mean, I kind of, at the, I'd say the depths of my soul, I am just a wild creative. And to be tamed or allow myself to be tamed or tame myself, shall I say, yeah. kind of goes against my inner callings, uh-huh. which are a bit more wild. Right. But of course, that's with age and perhaps experience, I've in general become a bit more calm. But there are still other creative things I want to do and get into. So it's been fine, man. Obviously, yeah. there's challenges and getting to emails and the anxieties at times of like, oh my God, when am I going to get paid? What's yeah. the next thing? <laughs> yeah. ah, yes. You know, all this stuff. Way. I think we, we, we do go through it. Uh, we're kind of forced to challenge those things. Mm. But I don't think they're negative things. You know, I think in all negative things, there lies a positive. Yeah. Yin and yang. You know, so. Speaking on a kind of personal note, we're saying it just before we started this. Yeah, I was like, I've I've found it really strange, mm. really sort of weird, like being in your own space because it's not something I've kind of had to do that much. So moving on and, and sort of doing that and being a, yeah, as I say, like on your own and in your own mind a lot. Mm. That's something I've really had to kind of, and it comes in. It feels like it's coming waves for me, and then. Once that wave passes, I feel like there's like a new layer of like, I've got a little bit hardened, I've learned a yeah. little bit about like, why am I comparing myself to that? Or why am I concentrating I on like that? that? Yeah. I, I can totally relate to that. I think that that's I've really the, struggled with it though, I'll be honest. No, it's, it is a struggle. I don't think it's like an easy thing to do because what you're doing is because I feel maybe we, we're left to our own devices, yeah. our brains go off into madness world. Mm. And as you said, like, but then I think what's the beauty about that is you can challenge those things. And then after that layer goes, there's like almost like a layer of peace. Like you've learned something about yeah, yourself. Yeah. Oh, massively. Like, oh, I didn't need to compare myself. Oh, wow. I used to do that a lot before. Mm. I think now because you have more time to yourself, you can actually, these things can rise to surface. All these maybe fears and doubts, etc., mm. And you can really face them head on which I don't think many people get the opportunity to do. That's true. I should look you know, at it that way, really. Uh, we, co- we cover these things up a lot with like, you know, our habits and our addictions and yeah. social media, maybe a drink or a smoke or whatever it is that someone yeah, might yeah. do. But, you know, that, that's the beauty of having time and facing all these things, isn't yeah. it? I think the thing for me is that, like, it's almost like, like triggers as well. Yeah, like, I remember, that I remember yeah, thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. like, like, it's Instagram for me. I'm, oh, I'm deleting that. Yeah. I delete that like three times a week. What do you delete? I do that I go, as well. Oh, I can feel it. I'm feeling it. Off, oh, you done, do that? Out. I yeah. do that sometimes. Need to get rid of it. That's like that's really been good for me because then, that's the mad thing. It's like when you, you then you forget. You do. You will forget it's there. Mm. Those things that are like are getting in your way. I've. That's why I found in these last sort of few months. What's yeah? What I've also learned is that, on different days, you sort of, you can kind of lean different ways. What as a sort of as a person as a creative. Uh, where do you find yourself naturally leaning? Because I think, does that make sense? Like what's your kind of general state? Like, kind of, do, like so I, another thing I've just recently done, I've done like 30 days of this, of spinning. And within it, I've really like sort of dissected the idea of a challenge because every time, every, every one of those spinning sessions is, it's a challenge. And mm. that's literally the point. And you get, there's an instructor there that sort of nudges you mm-hmm. towards challenging yourself. They tell you to turn it and make it harder. And so within that, you kind of then 
in those spaces, you, weirdly, you find like mad clarity on things. Like it's crazy. So all on my phone, like the next, next uh, as soon as I get out, I, I'll write down these like little, like little mantras and different things that you kind of zone in because I think, because you're so um, sort of lost in pushing yourself, but also focused on that moment, mm. then weirdly like stuff just like comes to you. Um, I was like, for me, like I found sport and exercise like amazing Definitely for that too. in terms of finding like clarity or peace or whatever. But what I've learned from that whole thing is that you, deep down, like I am quite durable, mm-hmm. um, but I also doubt myself a lot. Um, and another thing we were saying before we started was like reassurance. Like I feel like I kind of, even from, I need to sort of find a way for me reassuring myself to be enough. Mm. Mm. Um, so when I mean leaning, when you're in those sort of awkward spaces in your mind, where do you like, where do you lean? Because uh, I get the impression you're one of those, you know, I've yeah, felt yeah. that already in 10 minutes chatting to you is that, you know, you do think about stuff, right? Oh yeah, incredibly a lot <laughs> from many different angles. Yeah, that's um, cool. Meditation helps a lot. So that's something I've been doing over the years quite heavily. Mm. So just trying to get to a place of silence within my head right. is something I've been training myself to kind of do over the years. So in terms um, of the trigger and the leaning, is it kind of, you're just like, there's too much going on in that? Yeah, because for me, it's almost like a, it's like old habits and, and thought patterns. Mm. It's like uh, an idea or something. And then it will be like, oh, but what will happen if I do it? Maybe that, will that trigger something here? Will that offend people? Will that, can I do that here? Can I, is this even me? Do I even want to do this idea? Is that kind of old me? Is it new me? What, what I, does this idea even make sense? And when I start kind of overly questioning these things, at least the conflict, and I'd say anxieties and, and then I might just go on my phone and say, fuck it, I'm just going to go and do this or oh, I'm going to distract myself and I don't know, have a wank or, <laughs> you know, whatever it is. Not at the moment. Not at the moment, not I'm trying moment. not to, but. You should share that, that is I amazing. I think it's like focus, it's like kind of focusing inwardly because I think everything in the external world is, is almost like, doesn't, it doesn't feed that. What it does is it brings you out, but nothing, no, nothing in our, I think, current climate of how we live yeah. points us inwards. Okay. And, and uh, you know, I've been lucky enough that I've maybe had the experience to go a bit more inwards to understand myself. Yeah. So I've been kind of on that journey uh, and that's kind of like an everyday journey. Like a couple of days ago, I was quite anxious. And I was like, I couldn't make a decision. I'd be quite indecisive at times. Because I think when you overboard yourself of thinking about all the options, you can get stuck. What's that kind of like? There's like a name for it. It's like, um, op- I don't know, option paralysis or yeah, something. Yeah, when there's like sure. so many options, but you can view every angle and you, you struggle to break through because mm. you don't know what to but do. But I guess you're also not concentrating on you, be that, and the mm. good sides of you, I guess, as well. Exactly. Which will probably get overly... you to where you need to be to kind of calm yourself down a little bit, right? Yeah, and that follow, maybe following that intuition as well. Uh, I mean, it, it's, it's a learning process, I think. I'd say perhaps in life, we start quite pure. We kind of get, we pick up all of these societies, expectations and everybody that's around us. And we become almost, I don't want to say tainted, but we become these rigid forms, mm-hmm. which aren't our true nature. And then what happens is you, you reach kind of like a low point or a bottom and then it's down to you to unlearn all those yeah. things. And Do you then, think it's you know, for you and the career that you've had? Because it was, so I've kind of, you know, been there in a much smaller capacity, like by the side of you, sort of watching this whole world create itself and this landscape create itself. Do you, so do you think that um, it's been a weird time for you to go through 
the last sort of seven, eight years when you're kind of part of that whole world and breaking new ground. And, and when you're breaking new ground, you don't really know what the good things and the bad no things are. No fucking clue what's yeah. going on. Well, so like going back to the start of, say, Copper 90 mm. and getting into that, there's, what, what do you look at? I want to see sort of both sides of it. What do you look at from that time with like huge fondness? And what do you look at and go, that was maybe a little bit damaging for me? I wouldn't say I view any of it as damaging because I think in, in perception is almost like a reality. And a lot of my maybe darkest moments and my toughest moments in life have been perhaps the ones I've learned from the most course, rather yeah. than the positives. But just experiencing football and you know working with my friend and going to all these different countries, achieving so many of not even achieving, but experiencing a lot of these things that I thought were impossible and were my kind of own little stories and dreams that I had in my head come to, to life and manifest were was it incredible yeah so I, the seven years there were really a, a real blessing for me like i really enjoyed them but when when you're talking about like external stuff mm. like you know copper 90 you know forget it being copper 90 it doesn't need a name it's more kind of the idea you were living in the world that is twitter all right twitter's a thing now yeah, YouTube's a mad, thing now, yeah. and they weren't things yeah and, and you i think you get into bad or not bad it doesn't always have to be bad but they're i think we it's a general understanding now that you know phones are addictive social media is uh, i'm an addict it's good and bad i'm trying to curb that but i would say definitely form an addiction Mm. to twitter instagram social media validation seeking check comparing yourself i think mentally it's a very tricky place to be because you can inform a character which even after a while you don't believe in anymore Mm. so i kind of stepped I, i've over the years last years kind of stepped away from it a little bit yeah i don't post as much i don't post as much on my own channel i don't do stories as much i don't really like instagram stories i do think it can form you as a character and it can lead to expectations for you to keep a character up uh, and it's hard to detach from what you're putting out there if you're not aware of how the validation affects you or doesn't affect you. Yeah, especially I think it's tricky, man. It's a very yeah. tricky place to navigate, but at the same time, I wouldn't have wanted it any any other way because through the difficulties, I, I've been learning a lot about myself. Mm. So that so that it's, character, it's, what was weird. what was the what was the character that you weren't you didn't enjoy? It's like always being the entertainer, but. After a while, you're not always entertaining, are you? Yeah. Like, nah, I'm not like entertain. Like, I'm not an entertainer. I can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, what's up? No, gonna, like, yeah, I get what you mean. I like, I, I like that role, and yeah. I enjoy making people laugh, and I enjoy conversation, and mm-hmm. I think these are beautiful things to connect people with. And I love dance. I love movement. I think all these things are great. Uh, but I think it's like if you form this thing in your head that you always have to do that, which I have had in my life a few times. You know, you can get a bit lost and yeah. fragmented. Can you remember and, a moment where you were like, just exhausted yeah, from that character? Yeah, quite a few times and just like, oh, I need to do something new. Like, I haven't done something in a while, I need to just do something and you just do something because you think it's new or I haven't, you know, spoke, I used to, go, I got into politics a little bit in 2017 yeah. and I was like, well, people expect me now to be political, I should write about what's happening and, okay, I'll just write. And you don't even believe it after yeah. a while. Well, you're not certain of it. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. I, I like, well, um, I've always liked my content and my best content and the best things that I've done in my life have always been from a place of like clarity 
and knowing like I really want to do this because this is the effect and this is what I'm doing it for. Yeah. I think the more you're kind of, but it's good. I think it's good to have those moments where you you don't know who you are. Yeah. Because yeah, then you can find yourself again, and then you can also I think understand people better. Because the more we process and go through, I think painful moments, conflict, places of maybe what people call darkness, mm. we can relate to people we don't agree with and yeah. people we disagree with and you can see yourself in another person i think the more we can do that maybe as human beings it'll be a bit more peaceful i think that's that's the big thing about this podcast for me is like this is like you've got no rules that's your your thing is like no yeah, rules specs. this is no specs. no oh, is that specs thing? That's specs, ah right. right specs is no rules 100 but Sorry, i mean specs. me and poets say it a lot on our show yeah, and yeah. our audience is almost just like Taking Take it, it and just, but yeah, everything like, is no rules. But, yeah, which is I, I definitely like your pants the other day. Yeah, <laughs> I used you sure? what a, was jumper. It? a jumper as pants. Yeah. No rules. I didn't have boxes at home yet, and I was like, I don't want to go like commando because it's a bit cold. So I got a sweatshirt, and let me show you my boxes. No rules, I love There's it. There's absolutely no rules. No, there isn't. That's the thing that I think yeah. the more we step into the world of that there are rules, that's where the restrictions start coming. Mm. But there really aren't any. Well, uh, it's yeah. all imagined and created. And the sort of the, uh, the possibility for an element of anger or outrage or whatever, which is everywhere. But yeah, so with this podcast, there's no answers. I like, I'm more about, yeah, yeah. let's figure out, so like, what are you thinking about right now? What's, what, you know, what questions have you got in your mind at the moment? And mm. have a conversation about those kind of things. We are recording this today, the 13th of, uh, God, what month is it? It's December. Friday, isn't it? Friday the 13th, Fuck yeah. You know. But the day after the, the election. Uh, election. Yeah, 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 I was watching and that last So night. when you talk about the, the politics and stuff mm. like that, um, how, do you feel about, how do you feel about the election? I don't particularly have a view of it. I did before, uh, 2017 is like when I kind of first voted and yeah. firmly believed in perhaps Corbyn and Labour, uh, or should I say him more than Labour. Mm. Uh, was not, there a run up to that or was that, you know, yeah. was Grenfell, did Grenfell play, play a big part in terms of you feeling more uh, passionately involved? Yeah, I think Grenfell triggered many things in my own life, which kind of rose to the surface and having grown up in like inner city London and lived in the state, moved around a lot in, in many different areas in London. You know, my friends are from all, all different places in the world, as am I, and obviously coming here as like an asylum seeker. Mm. I come from a similar background to people that passed away sadly. Yeah. So that seeing that burn and seeing that building burn, I think was really kind of painful. Yeah. And to process that was painful. and. I don't know, but it kind of birthed something in me of like, I really want to speak out about this. And I think Corbyn at that time was running and then they all kind of meshed together. Yeah, and then they, yeah, he did an amazing interview with him as well. Yeah, the interview with Corbyn yeah. twice. And and I think it was authentic at that time. Yeah. But then after a while, I, I became a bit inauthentic, speaking about social issues and things which I didn't even understand mm. or, or, or could relate to. And then it became a bit inauthentic, I'd say. Because it wasn't from a place of truth. It right. was from a place of like intellect. Well, there's a thing. I, I, Loz, I like, on one of the other podcasts, Loz has said this to me, and I always thought it was really interesting. It's like when you, so when you get excited, when you don't know, say, a skill or whatever, mm. you, you look at it really like face value. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the more you get into it, the more you realize 
there's so much that you need to know about Extremely this kind of stuff. Lot, and then you yeah, find yeah. a, you almost hit a wall where you go, fuck. Oh no. Yeah. Like, God, wow, I don't know a thing here, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But I, I've listened to the Will Poulter uh, podcast recently, mm. which is brilliant. Um, and you were talking about, was it international relations? Yeah, I studied that. So you studied university. that. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. What, was, what was that about? And what did, why did you choose it? And what did you get Sorry. from it? I mean, obviously my background is like ex-Yugoslavia, Serbian. Um, I was kind of born during the Yugoslav Wars. And naturally, uh, you know, at home, when there's a lot of politics, you, you, people are always speaking about politics. It's a political region. Yeah. And I ended up studying at A-level, and then I was like, well, my dad's quite traditional. My Do you enjoy politics? Not now, not necessarily. I don't, I don't, broader, I don't enjoy any element of it. I'm actually quite anti-establishment in general. Yeah. So my kind of take on it is I don't really believe in the establishment. I do think it's a lot of smokes and mirrors. Yeah. I don't think it's honest. I think it plays with people's identities to divide and conquer. Mm. And that's why even before 2017, uh, I didn't really vote. I voted for like Green once. Yeah. But I, I, I couldn't bring myself to vote for the Tories, of course, and even Labour because of the things they did in Iraq and even Yugoslavia, there was bombings. So for me, it was like it didn't feel genuine from my experience to support any of them. Yeah. And then 2017 came and I kind of felt this guy represented my sim- yeah, and you're I, mirroring right you're, but I think it's okay to be you're a passionate guy so it's okay yeah. to be excited about something yeah. as well like, I don't think that's that's something to be but for me it was about, like after you know? that 2017 thing I kind of I wouldn't say I felt used but I think a lot of these parties they they get involved and they need to get involved with young people and I don't know it felt a bit like um, it felt fake yeah, 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 yeah. But in general, and then like you kind of see the approach of maybe the parties and having this kind of maybe experience within it, it's fascinating because you're like, whoa, I'm being accused of something which I, I don't feel yeah. in my heart. I don't think that's true. Um, and then you're kind of apologizing, and then the party has kind of they're contacting you to like say something, and you're like, I, I didn't ask for this. Like I, I've just come, you know. But I think that that's from the element of when you, because the second interview I did with him, I didn't even really want to do it. Really? I kind of thought, I'll do this because it's a good thing to do. Yeah. Whereas when I first interviewed him, I was like, I believe in yeah, this, I'm yeah. interviewing him, you know? So I think it's like, when you kind of go against your intuition, your gut, it can come back to bite you. Mm. And it did, but I'm glad it did. Yeah, well, this goes back to what you were saying before. Yeah, you almost need to get stung a few times uh, to yeah, be a bit yeah, more yeah. measured down the line. The one thing I would, like, I'm intrigued to know is, I, I wonder how you feel about this. Do you, do, is there a part of you that feels like it's not worth it to kind of put yourself out there in terms of your political beliefs? Do you, do you feel a bit weary? But you know what it is? I, I don't particularly hold any political beliefs. Um, I, 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 think you, I don't think you need to be weary. I think everybody has their own experiences and thoughts and you, you're eligible to put them all out and however you put them out, you can never know what's going to come back. Mm. I've stepped away because I don't believe in the two-party system. I don't think they represent people. I yeah. think there's a lot of interest behind the 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 kind of the, the mirrors of politics and the institutions. And that's because it's been my experience, and I've seen what's happened in Yugoslavia. I've met nationalists. I know how that can manifest into conflict and and danger and everything mm. else that comes with it. But also, I'm not a fan of like you know the good intention thing. So we're going to go save the world by bombing it. You know, yeah. so in general, for me, my political time, I'd say in terms of traditional politics is done. Mm. And 
it's a reflection of our society as well, the fact that, you know, the Tories have now got a massive, massive majority. And I, for example, even if I did vote, would I'm in a, such a safe seat that... Yeah, you know, yeah, it feels I, pointless. But no, no, I, no. I, for me, I think that's my democratic right as well, is to not partake in something which I, I believe isn't true to me or, or even for the world. But so, at the same time, maybe sometimes things need to go really bad for them to... You know, because that's yeah, it. I, 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 I want to look at the positive. Yeah. I don't want it to be like, and oh. I think that's really like, it's um, you know, in terms of being stung and things like that. You can that can happen, and I like I feel like that would be a shame to a point. Like, what if you if someone who I think that so many people are excited by, entertained by, but also relate to? Yeah, and I think people understand that you're. I think from day one you've like, you have different opinions on things and you've yeah, not shy, shy, yeah. uh, shied away from that. But you also have good vibes. I think that's like there's there's no doubt about that. So like I, that's one thing that would make me like a touch sad is that if you didn't feel okay with kind of or, or you felt sort of beat down by how disappointing because that's how I felt this morning. I felt no, it is I felt two things. Yeah. I felt like I felt disappointed that we've kind of the country's kind of turned towards mm. something that I feel, it, I personally feel is a touch negative. Mm-hmm. But I also felt like I'm in a bubble here. Like I haven't seen, you, yeah, yeah, if yeah, you yeah, on, yeah. on my Twitter feed, if Same you Instagram. said was like, anything I f- Honestly, I was Tories, like, it's going to be hung parliament. Down. Seeing how much, I didn't get involved this time. As I said, like it didn't feel true to me. Mm. But seeing how many people around me did, I was like, maybe you'll be hung parliament. I'm just hearing, you know, youth quake was trending on Twitter and I thought, Maybe like I'm seeing the cues. I'm like, fuck. Maybe like young people really have. They're gonna change something here. Yeah, yeah. And you saw the results. I was like, wow. It's, yeah. it's the bubble effect, isn't it? Yeah. Obviously, that's the other thing as well. Opinion. All opinions are valid, as long as they're not sort of shouty and it's just about putting blame on the other one. That was the other thing I felt disgusted by. Every single one of these debates, people weren't answering the questions. Yeah, but that's politics, you know. And that's I, why. I but think that is. Yeah. But I think that's where I think you know. Say you talk about. YouTube and that changing landscape of that. I think there's, I like to, I want to sort of sit on the side of hope and think that the whole landscape of politics is so disappointing now that a new, a new wave has to come, I think. Yeah. I'd say maybe that wave will come in the form of like us taking responsibility for ourselves and our own individual states and I don't want to use the word spirituality, but I think that is where a lot of answers can be found mm. because everything in this world is almost like against that. But I think what joins us all together is how one we all really are and the experience of life really is one of, of connectivity and, and seeing how familiar and, and true and just how how similar we are. I think that's that's what politics plays upon really well is that it plays upon our fears and it plays upon our identities and yeah. it, our believed identities that I am this guy who's Serbian and I've been through this and that means that if you say this about me, I'm gonna say this about you. And then, But that leads to conflict. Yeah. I think when people can point fingers and you can be fine with yourself because you know that that isn't the truth, you can, deflect things a lot more easier and move on with life and, and see the unity mm. of, of life. Yeah, I agree. And I, I think that's what politics does really well to disturb and mask this picture that's this, that we're not yeah. similar. When in reality, I've, 
I've grown up in London around everyone, you know, people that on maybe paper I shouldn't get along with, and we do because. Why not? Why not? <laughs> exactly. Due yeah. to story and history and what's happened. And I think because we believe all these stories and histories and experiences and pain we've been through, we can be triggered. And then that leads to conflict. And, and I think the, the, the sort of technology yeah. creates a machine that leads to that. Machine, it's yeah. got to be, yeah. now we have it's another, be extremes, right? Yeah, but now we have another extreme. filter, which yeah. is built on attention and negativity drives attention. And, you know, it's kind of like another cycle of our human madness. And mm. I think that's what we need to see is how we have to see our own madness to then understand the, the madness of, of another person yeah. and accept that, but then rise above it and, and see how similar we really are. Um, I was reading this thing and it was talking about, there's basically two ideas of thought in terms of uh, someone being the way that they are. Um, or not being where they are. Basically, it took, it's talking about change, right? Mm. And there's one school of thought that talks about your past is what kind of makes you who you are and what you do. Um, and another one is it talks about purpose is what can create change and make mm. you be or, or do whatever you want to do. And I'd like to just kind of talk about both with you because uh, another thing that you were talking about with Will was a sort of duality and... It's fun, like, as soon as I heard that word, that was something that I was intrigued to talk to you about because I think that's another great perspective that you have that I don't is, is as, a, as someone who's come over to this country and has that duality in terms of feeling British and also feeling um, Serbian. I think that's a really interesting... No, it's fascinating. A really, really interesting thing. Yeah, so, yeah, if we go experience. past first, I'd love, to talk, like, I'd love to talk about your childhood a little bit. Um, yeah. So you came over when you were six, five, five, five six. six yeah. What can you remember from from that sort of period of time? Uh, that was pretty cool, man. I just remember, obviously, um, ninety two was when ninety one to ninety five is the Yugoslav wars. Um, can you uh, remember much about that kind of landscape bit. during that time? Yeah, a little bit. Like I do remember once, wake. I think being woken up by some sort of bomb. I don't know, I might, have been, I might have been free. But I just remember like waking up in a room and there was like an explosion and then, I don't know where it exploded, but I don't know, I just remember it. That's just kind of stuck in my memory yeah. as a kid. And I remember like being in some sort of like shelter where we're like going into some shelter and just sitting on like my grandma's lap and it's dark. And I remember at one point just like driving through some forest. And, and what, do you, what did your parents you know, do and where did you grow up? My mum was a, she was a doctor. So she saw a lot of like stuff that was happening. Wow. And my dad was, you know, he he was. We I grew up in in a part of Croatia which was predominantly Serbian ethnically, and I believe in those days they were trying. Croatia declared independence, but then the Serbs in Croatia tried to declare their own independence and didn't accept Croatia's terms of independence. And I think that's when it gets really tricky. And I, I tried to stay away from the political side of it mm -hmm. because for me I was only a child. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And you know, looking back and what could have been or what, what was right or what was wrong, I, mm. I think. War, there's never good or good in war yeah. in any aspect or yeah. conflict. So uh, maybe in an idealistic world, I would have wished it all, it all st stuck together and Yugoslavia remained one. We definitely would have probably won a World Cup by now yeah, or a Euros. <laughs> so I think there was a lot of benefits potentially staying together. Or whatever. It showed, but what it gave me, I think, as I grew up, it gave me this kind of perspective of how we can be turned against each other so easily that someone who lived together before would now kill each other mm. from all sides and all angles. 
and seeing that and kind of growing up with it and going through my own little phase when I was young, mirror witnessing what was going around me of thinking I was like Serbia and neo nationalism and stuff. But then growing out of that and seeing how that's pointless because that just creates division between people that I get along with. Yeah, yeah. But it was interesting just coming to the UK, like I, I didn't write the English alphabet, I wrote Cyrillic, like Russian writing. Serbian Cyrillic and I wrote my name in Cyrillic when I first came to this country and the teacher was like what the hell is that yeah and it was always that you're kind of no no I've lived in like 13 different areas right. I've moved to like West London when I first came here it was like a little so it should be a QPR flat. Fan, yeah mean? possibly QPR <laughs> QPR should be should be should be a QPR Chelsea but I ended up choosing choosing Liverpool somehow but I think it just shows that kind of experience of growing up and then growing up around people that were bitter and and in this country yeah because they had to leave they they were displaced you know we claimed asylum here and and you know managed to get like a british passport after five six years many people stayed there's a lot of displacement of in that region in general and a lot of death and a huge darkness i think and unfortunately happened where people i would say it's it's it, it, it shows you the human madness in its in its worst form so having kind of had an, had an experience of that and growing up around it and witnessing people talk. I used to have a lot of people come up to me because the Serbian government at that time and paramilitaries, you know, there was atrocities committed by Serbs. But then growing up here, and obviously that's what's portrayed in the media, people telling me, oh, you're the only Serb I like. Oh, like you're a good Serb. Like, oh, wow, I mean, my family told me to hate Serbs, but I like you. And I just kind of fascinating to kind of hear that growing up, and people would even say like, "Don't be friends with him; he's Serb." Really? Yeah. So, yeah. And what's your what's your sort of emotional reaction? Like, I think then I was young; I didn't really know what, what was going on. So you were just like, I still get it to this day sometimes, yeah. and I don't blame those people because they've obviously had a story painted. Maybe they've had things happen to them, but it's that that's why I think it shows you that they're so important that we take people for people, yeah, and not what maybe the portrayal of those people are mm. because I am not a representation of you're not a representation of any everything bad an English person has done yeah. do you know what I mean yeah, so yeah, that's what I mean I think we have to look deeper and beyond mm. these identities that we have so for me yeah, it was interesting man it was just like yeah it was obviously tricky you feel like a bit of an outsider growing up and I guess at times I felt a lot of like injustice like why do people think I'm bad when I've done nothing wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I've left this place and I'm just young growing up and then this thing, this country where I'm from, what the what media said, what people have done, I now have to carry. Yeah. And you're like, this isn't this isn't fair. Like I'm genuinely cool with everyone. I have no problem with a Croatian or a Bosnian or an Albanian. Mm. Because the Balkans is very it's like that, isn't it? Yeah. People are very passionate. I think perhaps they're just too similar to each other. But the fact that people could be so divided for me has always been a bit of like a learning experience of like how important it is to see beyond things. And also the importance of laughter. Because growing up through that and That's a great when I go back home, people, the defense, you know, people, how do they get through it? They laugh. But they mm. laugh at everything. They laugh at dark things. They laugh at positive things. But I think there has been that element of darkness from where I'm from. But it showed me how important it is to not shy away from it, accept it, and also laugh at it. Yeah. Because if we don't see the, the commonality between me and you, mm. 
we're always going to be in disagreement. If we let territories and borders and flags and our stories define us, I think that's potentially a dangerous path. Because I've seen it happen, and now kind of seeing it happen in the UK with yeah. right-wing nationalism and left-wing, whatever it is, extreme left-wing. and You just kind of go, wow, like, I feel like I'm going, it's like history's repeating itself yeah. in a way through my life. But that's why, I, I don't know, I guess I've always been very questioning, coming from a place that I'm from, always questioning things. I've, I've always felt like we need to question things, we can't take things for face value. And yeah, I've kind of at that place now where I've kind of gone a bit more into a spiritual path, I'd say. Is that um, partly because it's almost like, what can you trust? Exactly. And that's something you, oh, can, sure. you feel like you can trust. And what can you trust is your inner intuition and yeah. peace and then seeing how, how I keep on saying it, how similar we all are. Mm. But also then that comes that thing of like, we can't take these things so seriously. Well, what's being served to us, we can't take so seriously. Mm. I can't take myself so seriously. Because if I do, that means I'm fragile. So if I take myself seriously, if you say something, I might get all up in arms about it. But if I don't, I could laugh with you and there, we keep it moving. Yeah. But then those are the little things that we need to, we need to break down the psychology of, of, of humans and how we can be so easily divided. And it's context as well, isn't it? Like context and perspective of a lot of things. Oh, it's huge. Because if you're, Say, for example, you start a, you know, I make content, so this is where I go to straight away, but like, say you've got a, you get, right, you're going to do a panel show and mm. you're going to get, the context already set, right, so we need one person who's doing, talks like this and we need another yeah, person yeah, doing yeah, like exactly. this. So, and then, right, we're just going to smash you two together now. That's the context that's already created. Wild, Whereas if you could go, right, guys, this, the aim of this mm. is to get, let's get a solution. We've got a real problem with Brexit, no one seems to be getting on. Mm. No blaming. Like, tell us, how can we sort this out? It's wanna... a different perspective, a different context. But that's what we're doing is like, I think humans right now, we're clashing our perspectives. And yeah. That's because we're not trying to understand one another and see... There's a lack of endeavour there. And ex it. You know, I, I even see like people that, you know, vote for Brexit and hate immigrants, etc, etc. I want to understand that person and why he might want me out of the country, yeah. why he thinks I'm a bloody foreigner. I want to understand him. Mm. I think when you try to understand him, you see there potentially is a similarity between us, and that is that we are just being brainwashed. We've been brainwashed, mm. you know, by stories, the media, the environment we're in. You don't have a job, and you blame it on this, and this person does this, and it's just a constant game, but it just feels like a circle. I think, like, having observed it, taking kind of more step back from everything, observing it, or just kind of going in a circle, this thing of going in a circle, going in a circle, and... No one's ever like going, oh, let's stop. Like, how can we just stop this? Can we just breathe? Yeah. Take a minute to relax. Let's have a day off yeah. from all this. Let's just see what's going on. And we don't live in that environment. No. And I think that's what I mean is that, like the environment that we live in doesn't allow us to be at peace. And I think that's why it's important to engage in and also face our fears face what scares us the most and, take and not run away from them and yeah. take control of our own internal processes. Mm. I think that's what one thing happened to me was, was like when I spoke to Katie Hopkins mm. and I, always, I remember just like the internal things that were happening with me is like I had all these stories about this woman and I was angry and there was a lot of like emotion there yeah. and then she was trying to trigger me and then they're still there but I kind of kept it straight. 
at the end of it, I just went, what the hell just happened? How did she manage to make me feel like this? And I said, whoa, that means I've given her power yeah. to make me feel like this. And then it kind of led to, and since that point and many other points, I've been like, whenever I feel some sort of negativity or fear or whatever it is, I go, whoa, what have I believed in to allow that person to make me feel like that? Yeah. Because if I just change my perspective, they can't make me feel nothing. I can be at peace. And whatever they say, I can be like... And I think that's the power we do hold as people, is that we can be at peace and equanimity, but nothing in the external world serves that. Yeah, so the only way is to look inwards. Yeah, 100%. I think that's... From my experience, anyway, I would say the only way is to look inwards, really. Uh, Because the answers are not out there. And I've done it with relationships, I've done it with football, I've done it with like identity, I've done it with like well, thinking that's of that. this, thinking of that, and yeah. then after a while, nothing fulfills you because nothing can fulfill you, I feel, without you going inwards first. And that's a journey and a process. It's not like, oh, now you're in and now yeah, yeah. it's pe- like, oh, wow, great. Because you get, no, it's like, any, I think you can kind of get, you're talking about like, sort of like option paralysis. It's kind of, I think that the way I, interpret it myself is that like I go when I do like when you just said there like can everyone just stop let's no, just stop for a second when you do that yourself you can kind of go oh okay so this is the lay of the land right I need to think I need to think and feel this way I need to stop concentrating on that mm. but if you don't stop and do that then you are you're literally you're being like constantly. you're in the waves right around. yeah you're in the waves and I almost said like it's like a stream I was talking to my friend recently and it's like it's like a, like life and the world we live in is like a big stream you know there's like when you watch those movies and there's like a thing at the end I think that's death yeah potentially is the <laughs> okay. is the leap cool. into you know what's it called the waterfall yeah, yeah yeah and you've got those streams going through the mountains and I think that is existence almost it's like the streams of going through the mountains yeah. but then there are the banks on the side and there are things happening on the side and they almost and while we're in the stream we think the stream is the reality but if we maybe look and manage to try to get to the other side and stop and hop off a bit and watch the stream and you go, whoa, this is mad. <laughs> but I was in it and fully thought that was my reality. Yeah. I think once you take that minute out, you can then also come back in the stream and navigate. But then at times you can still jump back out. Yeah. And then eventually, you know. I used to always find out with gone. football. Like we play, say you play yeah, centre yeah, field. Yeah, yeah. Like this is, God, this is so quick. Yeah, and yeah. then you get like you get dropped or you get injured or whatever. And then you be on the subs, uh, subs and you watch me going, this is terrible. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. I just like I've got so much time. Like it's, I think it's a similar thing. Really awareness. I think that's that kind of awareness. That we, I think this this world needs a bit more self awareness. Yeah. We all need to be a bit more self aware of ourselves. And not being this like state of always fighting each other. Mm. I think understanding is key. And I don't think the UK is going to turn into Yugoslavia, thank God. You know, we don't need more war. But you can almost see it in a lesser level playing out. Yeah. People have been divided, you know, Scotland wants independence. Same in America. Ireland, America. And I feel because the Civil War is basically, a, this is all a precursor to that. That's the ultimate madness, is that. There's when people genuinely turn against each other. They believe the madness so much, they become so sensitive and in fear that they have to kill. Or they feel they have to kill. Yeah. And I think, you know, we're not going to get to that point here. But if we just manage to draw back 
and see what's happened in the world and ask why it's a psychological thing it's a thought thing it's mm. an ex you know it's not so surface value and when you break down that psychology and you break down why this is all happening you can maybe maybe i'm not sure but maybe we can find a better way to get along with each other yeah i think the big starting point with that though comes from we need those we need those leaders to not be in the stream we need those leaders to be just get to the side themselves for a second and that's not going to happen that's what i think is more important for us well, not, not the current ones not the current ones i think we need to like I, th I have enough optimism to believe that there can be someone that can i mean maybe i'm being naive in terms of the sort of pitfalls and the sort of skullduggery that happens in terms of getting to become a leader boris but there's <laughs> Once those people, you you hope. I think that's what people got excited about with Corbyn. Yeah, is that sure. he was like, like a he guy. was above that for a second. Um, but yeah, no, even he was. Uh, I've, you know, when I see his tweets, you know, j you know, jumping on these different stories that just to kind of push the negative on on one side instead of concentrating on yeah. the solution. It's frustrating. Um, I would love to talk to you about identity as well because is that something that you've did you have you did you find an element of that in football? Yeah, huge escapism for me. Oh man, I love football. That's where I could go and shout and scream. Did you feel like you had a struggle with terms of identity in terms of, say, moving about a lot and, and coming over to this country? Or Yeah, I'd say so. I'd say it just expressed itself in different ways. How would you explain that? Because I, I don't think I, under, I, like, I don't understand that, if I'm honest. Like, well, it's like, you, it's like, I guess, a feeling of non-belonging and mis being mis you feel misunderstood. Yeah. Because you're not from here, your experiences aren't rooted in, in an experience of a British person. It's someone from... Or goes validated uh, maybe a little Maybe bit. validated, you know, you, you've gone through a different world, lived a different experience. So when you come into the world here, you, you know, your, your words, the way you speak, the way you view the world is different. Mm. So you're not going to find many people that maybe you're, that are going to understand you. And when you do, you're like, oh, this is amazing. But I think for football, it was like, actually, I love football, I'm playing it. And as I grew up and experience more of the world you know it just it allowed me just to express myself you know yeah. I go to the stands and shout and scream and be the loudest guy in the were in there stands. any were there any people that you know you're saying when you find that guy or girl or whatever it was was there it, someone yeah I think it, what the beauty of it is that uh, we can find connection in every in anyone and is there any that there was always that feeling of like we are human for me okay. as growing up because I seeing kind of people around me and I guess having those experiences of people telling me like you're not good because you're this mm. it never really connected and then it, it, it almost made me feel sorry for those people that's great because they're that's not always the case yeah because that isn't the case because my friends coming here my best friends when I first came here were Albanian and that at that time Serbia and Albania and Kosovo crisis was happening there was a lot of ethnic tensions and, and once again like bloodshed and I was between Albanian ethnics and Serbian ethnic people. But coming here, it was funny because my best friends were Albanian from Kosovo. This place where... So I was displaced from a different region. Mm -hmm. They were having the... I say they, but people that similar background as them are having these conflicts and my best friends are from there. So technically we shouldn't get along. But we did and we had a great time. Mm. So no one could tell me to hate someone else. I, I, can't, I couldn't believe it. And you can get wrapped up in it, I think, when sports comes along and there's a rivalry and these emotions come along. And I think that's where it's a healthy way to express these rivalries and, and disagreements. But it's also an unhealthy way. Yeah. So I think as long as we live in a world where we, there's difference, 
there's going to be conflict. I feel like it's such a core thing with you, it seems like. And that's what I love about these interviews, because I, I get to learn more about I you. I just want to understand the world. For me, it's like, I want yeah. to understand the world. I need to, to understand the world, you need to understand yourself. Do you believe in, do you believe in things happening for a reason and things like that? Yeah, for sure. It's okay if you don't. No, I think everything's a lesson. Because I feel like, when I talk to, these, talk to different people, like say like the choices they make in terms of being a course or whatever, it's often things that are kind of within you yeah, because sure. you therefore then have a, like, an interest in them and then you can get put on a platform that can um, allow you to sort of, yeah, allow you to explore that even more so. I feel like it, it feels like with your, with your life up to this point, like that, I think that's the, the, thing, the thing I enjoy the most with your work at Copper 90. I, I loved watching you at the World Cup and I loved you like meeting these different people and different cultures and jumping into the, all those places and it feels like that now chatting to you but you're the perfect person to do that like other people might not been able to do that yeah. because they they might have had some form they some they just wouldn't have been able to do it in the same way and be talk about duality both be that kind of easy to get onto and welcoming but also for for the sort of mechanics of the like the company that you're working for like relatable to a whole like yeah, yeah, generation yeah. of people. Like, do you do you ever think about do you ever think about that? Like, kind of the sort of the fact that like a lot of guys have grown up with you. Yeah. No, not really. But I've become more grateful for it and like aware of like oh, people kind of some people know who I am. That's interesting. Like, people stop you in the street and they say hi. I take a photo. That can be scary. Too, it can be at times, but I, I, I do like it. I think because I I do believe in like I don't believe, but I do feel there's a connectivity between us all that it's like ah oh, it's cool man you think I'm this person but I'm just same as but, you yeah and I think yeah. you've seen that from the from the move to your own channel yeah and how well like laugh, how well it's really. gone like it's, it's nice yeah, like, just it's... want to have a laugh and I don't know man we'll see what kind of comes from the future I have no clue what's going to happen well that was the other part oh, of no it the, clue, so I had past you know we're talking about past yeah. so I guess the answer is that, so talking about your past for a second there then do you feel like your past makes you who you are or not and, and, and who you how, are going to be. How much you let it define you. Okay. I think so. it does. To some extent, this is going to be where I think like fate exists. Yeah. It's because if we are not aware of the past and how it's impacting us, fate happens. Because you can have foresight and a lot of what's happening is almost written out because what you're putting out there, the energy you're putting out there, is leading to the next step every time. Yeah, you're taking rights and lefts without even realising. Yeah, those. and that's always waiting for you. What you've put out there is waiting for you. What you're yeah. putting out there is waiting for you. So I think that's in a way where fate exists, but at the same time, once you can look around and I think view your past from a more 360 angle, rather than like, I am my past, you can shape your future. So this is the other side of it, the better. purpose bit. You can so shape the, it. the idea with purpose, and you can maybe find purpose. Well, so the idea is that in terms of changing and what you're going to do. So some people go, "Oh, your past creates your future because um, you know things that have happened, be it trauma or not trauma or skills or whatever that kind of lead to all these things." But the other idea of it is is that purpose is creates your kind of your future, and that your past is absolutely irrelevant because as long as your purpose is strong enough that will create all the changes again that oh, you kind of need. Nice. So nice. how do you feel about purpose and where are you, again, no answers, but like, where are you at with, with that? I'm still like, finding it. 
because I think you're, you're in a, again, we're in a strange landscape. You are, you're, you're someone who's kind of pushed away from that a touch at times. It's not been that formulaic stuff that you've done. No, you've done the stuff really that's like real and modern and exciting and new. So with that in mind, does that make having a kind of obvious pathway and purpose a bit harder? 100%. Yeah. I'm a bit of like a jack of all trades. Uh, I get distracted easily. I want to do everything and be in control at the same time, which is a bit manic. You can't do that. Mm. So I say for me, my purpose is peace. I think as, as I've matured, I don't know, it changes. But even everything I did in my creative world, past, I mean, like my comedy, my videos, and everything, there was never like an end goal. There was never like, this is going to lead to that. And this is going to. It was more like, ah, this is fun, ha, ha, I'll do it, ah, this is jokes, ah, this is a good idea, I'll do it. There was never like, oh yeah, my purpose is here, you know, yeah. I'm going for a goal, like I've never And do you feel like that now? The do you feel shit. like that now? In a way, yeah. I just think with more acceptance of that for my life, yeah. I think for everyone's life it's different. And I, can, I think purpose and is important. But I think for my purpose, I'd say the purpose of my existence is, is to find peace, it's to connect with people. And whatever I end up doing along the side is just a byproduct of of, of living. Mm. But I, I think that's a purpose in so itself, isn't it? Being a good person, right? Good. Good is also not bothered about being good. Relative. No, because of course. But I think that's just nat like human. Like, you know, like to be good is like. Well, you, you say that. Be like, human, man. Like, no, like, I don't think that's true. Like, I don't think that is true. I think that's. I think, it's not a focus for a lot of people, and no. and you'll cut corners and. I've cut corners in my life. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, like, of course. I feel like when you face it, it's like, none of us are good. I think. It, yeah. I think I we paint pictures that we're good. I think your desire to be good. Yeah. I think that there's something in that, you know. I mean, I'm, I'm always kind of formulating new, new ways of, of how I express myself. So maybe I'm not, I'm not actually, I don't know what you're saying there is. I'm actually not sure. Mm. I think being true and honest is more important than being good. Yeah, I like that. I think that comes, good then is underneath that. I think truth well, and it. honesty and yeah. then good. Because what if your good is a, is a lie? And you're, let's say it's like, oh, I'm worried about your feelings. I'm going to lie to you because that's good. But Am I, in the long run, being good? Or would the truth, or perhaps a, a statement that might hurt you, yeah, yeah. be more of, of more fruition for you in the, in the future than me kind of being good out of not wanting to hurt? Do you, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that, that's kind of like breaking it down more. That's interesting. You know, I'd, I'd rather someone was just like straight up, like real and honest with me. For me. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Okay. That's a question I asked uh, Geordie was like, would you rather be liked or respected? Yeah. And I think there's maybe something similar in that. I feel like sometimes yeah. maybe you're going to be true and honest. That's more the sort of respected element of it than being yeah, like, being nice for the sake of it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I, I go through that, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I don't know exactly the answer. Yeah, yeah, that's Perhaps cool. for me, maybe I've wanted to be liked all my life, so. I would have done things just because I want to be liked. Mm. And that creates a lot of anxieties and fears. Yeah, that's true. But that respect is, true. is a totally different thing. I think now I'm entering more the respect category, whereas before it was more the liked category. Yeah. I yeah. think that's, that's like, that's your 20s as well. Is that there's, yeah. I think there is that moment that like, I think you were saying it was, you know, sort of like, was it like 25, 26? Yeah, where you yeah, kind yeah. of then go, oh, okay, well I know, like I know all that, 
but I'm not sure I'm happy with all of that. Yeah. So you need to feel like you need to start, I use the phrase you want to start over a little bit. Yeah, you do. I feel like that's what I've been doing yeah. in my life since 25, 6. It's like <laughs> everything I thought was real, I was like, oh shit. Everything I thought was real kind of isn't real. This is insane. <laughs> I need a therapist. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Have you done that? I've uh, never done I that. haven't done therapy, uh, no. I might I'm do soon though, do but I do a lot of like self-therapy. But maybe the time is coming to... Yeah, I think like all the answers are in, in us and the yeah. therapist allow, allows for you to just maybe draw them out. Yeah. But at the end of the day, all they're doing is... is it's I'm in slightly, you, you know? I'm slightly nervous of those judge, those like prejudgments that have come from a book. That, yeah. that makes me a little bit nervous. It could be a bit scary, know. yeah. Um, one question I ask absolutely everyone, so I need to ask you as well, is uh, what keeps you up at night? Nothing. Nothing. I sleep pretty well, man. Yeah. That's yeah, I just kind of go to bed. <laughs> by, You're by two a.m., I'm in bed and I'm sleeping. I only re- recently had like a one or two days when I was a bit. I think I was that anxious about. There was a lot of things happening. I had to reply to emails. I didn't do them. I couldn't make a decision about something. Right. I think like when I can't make a decision or I'm fearful of a decision I'm about to make or I'm not sure what's going to happen, the unexpected can make me like stay up. But that happens like I've only. Moved once every blue moon that's man. good man uh, yeah that's why I don't yeah, it says you've got some peace well, yeah I mean don't, don't get me wrong like it's it's a journey and I, someone said something really interesting they said like we are like we think we're like humans having like a spiritual experience but what we are is like spiritual beings having a human experience something is almost like reversing what we think existence is and then it's about perspective. <laughs> yeah, it's about perspective. I think you know. I think that's a lot huge. of great brains and people that haven't been listened to back in the past. There's a lot of truth, and I think in medicine and many things are changing right now, where we're kind of shifting our focus into consciousness and awareness and self-care and mm. taking care of yourself and being healthy, being fit mentally. These all, all of these things, I think, can create a better world. Mm. If we create a better world for ourselves, that's going to impact people around us. I think that's how real change happens. Yeah. I think political and big social change, be nice, I think it? it leads to more conflict if we aren't in a place of peace. Right. Because it's just yeah, a reflection of our, it, yeah. it, that is just a reflection of our own inner selves. True. I would say, and that's just kind of the yin and yang and everything in the world and the universe is all really muddled and mixed together, isn't it? Yeah. There isn't that almost like black and whiteness. This is that, this is that. It's all a bit, mm, you know, isn't somewhere it? in the middle. You know, we're still a bit grey. I think that's it. We're not talking, you know, we need more grey. We do and need more grey. Accept the grey. Yeah. And being accept the grey. Accept the grey. Accept the grey. You know, I think we're always seeking safety and that just doesn't really exist. Yeah. Uh, last thing I want to talk to you about was, um, I, I did, so when I get ready for an interview, I write down words. Yeah. And I think one, one that came to me straight away with you I, is expression. Like, <laughs> I like I, that. I like, <laughs> I, but I think that's a huge thing that people love about you is your freedom. When I, when I think of you, and obviously it's on screen most of the time, but I feel like there's a freedom and an expression there. Mm. Is that where you're happiest? Possibly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, I love it. I think we should be able to do and say anything and everything. And that's life, isn't it, man? Life mm. is freedom, really. Yeah. And it's how we perceive things. 
that define how we experience everything. Maybe that in itself then. It's like, I think that's why people kind of are drawn to that. Expression is great. It's like, yeah, mate. I have yeah. like, yeah, I've become a bit less, I've become less expressive. I don't know. I think in life you go through waves, isn't it? Yeah. You do and seem then, a bit more chill. No, yeah, for sure. For sure, more chill. That's okay. I doubt this is my expression as well. You know, it's just like a different type of expression. Yeah. It's not as, as out there, but I still like my out there moments. <laughs> I've kind of like more, like, like before I was like a fizzy ball. You know, when you open up a coke, that was my expression. Whereas like now it's like a mulled wine. Nice. You know, my experiencing and expression yeah, of life yeah. is a bit more like, you I know, like it's that. taking time yeah. and it's cooking and it's... Whereas before it was like... And sometimes <laughs> you might get, you know, and that's exciting and it's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the mulled wine kind of way is yeah, maybe more... more okay, that's cool. Like more that. of my expression now. Yeah, yeah. You know? I'm enjoying that type of expression. It was the moment where I, I, I spotted that with you was was the interview on Gasworks. Yeah, I was in I, like, a weird space I think you had then. a shirt, yeah, you had your shirt off? It was, it was summer, wasn't it? Yeah, and I was like, I, you seem like, it wasn't fed up, it was just like, you were needing to leave some shit somewhere. Yeah, that, I didn't want to do that interview. It's all Poet and the boys. I can't lie, I, igno I ignored you a lot and I'm sorry, man. Mm. Well, not that I ignored you, it was just a lot happening in my life that, I didn't, oh, really? wasn't really responding. Because you, you were having a conversation with yourself. How <laughs> <laughs> can man talk to himself? Over. For weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Not Not weeks, but years. That's years. Look Bro. at years. No, to be fair, there was response at the start. I responded at the beginning. I did it in a place where, like, in my head mentally, I wasn't at a great, in my kind of, like, I was still kind of trying to figure many things out. There was a lot of blockages. I didn't really want to talk about much. Yeah. I feel like when you speak, you want it to come from a place of more experience rather than like, I think this is happening to me and now, now I've got to be funny on this show, but I don't even mm. feel funny. I'm just like, I was a bit fed up at that time, to yeah. be fair. I was kind of like, oh, this is all just a bit. Yeah. You're like, what's this all, you know? I was going through like a bit of a nihilistic phase. I think if you look into nihilism, yeah. nothing is, everything is pointless. There's, there's no value to anything. Life is pretty much a dreadful thing. And I was kind of going through that phase where right. I kind of felt like everything so was... So like a green screen and like two guys like being hilarious, like, but like, the crazy is not, not the vibe oh, you're on at the not time. not what I'm after right now in my yeah, life. Yeah. So, but yeah, I rode that wave and now I'm in like a bit of more of a calmer place. That's good, mate. mate. Big up, my bro. Big. Thank you. Mate, it's good. That was sick. Uh, yeah, that was the process. If you've enjoyed it, then there's a load of other ones to enjoy. Um, check out the pod with Avuj and Poet. It's brilliant. It's really, really yeah. good. Have like, a huge really nice. Have a huge nice. Here's like the socials popping up for the other top. Here's my socials. Here's my channel as well that I have. And okay. Anymore? Pops up. And here's... My channel. Here's your channel, channel popping there, up. There we go. And... Well, yeah, I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, thank you for having me, man. Yeah, my, my it was, pleasure, a, it was a really good chat. And like, I'm glad we did it today. And we didn't do it before. Yeah, I agree. Thinking naturally, it's you know, nice. came these things happen. And you are, you are easy to talk to. I think sometimes Good. you know people don't ask the people aren't as good at questions. And, yeah, like you're very <laughs> open. You're open at asking okay. questions. Uh, and, uh, enough, I don't no, but it's, it's, you know you have to praise people that are doing, <laughs> well, doing Mate, their I'm job. Just, you know? I'm just that is the whole point of this thing for me. It's like it's, it's a good really name. Like it's a good name for me. the podcast. Yeah, I just like I think we are all constantly going through shit, and it's like. It's not the end of the world. It's not forever. Yeah, that's part. But it's interesting, and the answers. It's in the grey. Like that's said. important to I think pass on to young people watching is that everything does pass. Yeah, I think a lot of people go through. You know, it's a tough time mentally and emotionally right now, living in the world we live in, and mm. 
Because that's very important to note that everything people we do go through passes. Totally. Bad and good. Like, yeah, yeah. It's about letting go, you know. And taking control. I think that's a big one taking for me. Control, so but, yeah. I don't know when this is coming out. It's so a it's, dance. It's a dance. It's, it's a dance. I don't know when this is coming out, but if it's before Christmas, then have a great Christmas. If it's not, then uh, have a great New Year. Have a great. Uh, see you next time. Have a nice. Have a nice.